All right. So today is November 11th, 2020, and my name is Michael DeLue, all right? And I'm the host for Pull Up The Tape. But before I get into today's show, which is going to be very, very good, I would like to take time out of my day and out of the show to appreciate the people who are listening to me, who are supporting me, who do, like, you know, help me carry on my vision because it really does mean a lot. I'm not getting the most views right now, but that's not going to stop me from anything. You know what I mean? Like, consistent and gradual growth is what, I'm, is what I wanted, is what I want. And that's what I'm on right now. So with that being said, I would like to also ask that if you're listening to this podcast via any of the platforms that my podcast is distributed through, such as SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, share this podcast with anybody you know that loves sports, all right? Anybody you know that loves basketball, football, soccer, MMA, boxing, any of that, share this with them, all right? And if you're watching this on my YouTube channel, do me a favor. It only takes a couple seconds. Like this video, okay? That, that may, it, it helps so much comment on the video that also helps tremendously and most importantly subscribe to my channel man i can't even i can't even stress how important these things are to help me grow and you know continue to advance because you know i'm going to do my part i'm going to get better every single day but you know obviously i need people's support and definitely i know for a fact i'm going to get the most support from people who don't even know me as opposed to you know your biggest hater is going to be somebody you know and your biggest fan is going to be somebody who's never met you a day in their life but why they fuck with you genuinely because of you all right now with that being said let's get into today's politics all right so I was I was really excited when I read this story because one it just symbolizes how close we are to basketball season starting back up. You know, I know it wasn't too far removed that basketball season ended cuz you know the Lakers won early October if I'm not mistaken and it's like, you know, as of right now it's you know, oh, we're almost midway through November and the season is starting late December. So basketball is almost back, all right? And the reason why I said that the, the what I'm so excited to talk about is Chris Paul, right? So, you know, before the season's about to start, so before the season starts, training camp starts. Before training camp starts, the draft happens. Before the draft happens, free agency and all that stuff happens. All right. So and before that, that's when the trade rumors start to to pop up and whatever. Like, you know, so around around trade rumors and whatever, that's when the draft is starting to come. So Chris Paul who was just traded to the Oklahoma City Thunder in a blockbuster deal that sent him to OKC and Russell Westbrook to Houston, he's in trade rumors again, all right? So, for one, I mean, at this point in Chris Paul's career, you know, you know, there's a lot of things that are going – there are a lot of things that would, would uh, lend to teams wanting to trade for him or trade him. He's making a lot of money, and he's a veteran player. And he's actually a very – still very good veteran player. Uh, last year, last the, the season that just ended, he averaged 17 points, six assists, and five rebounds. And even before he got to OKC, you know, nobody thought nobody thought OKC was going to be in a position to even contend to, to contend for a playoff spot, let alone be in the middle of the pack of the Western Conference and almost make it out of the second round and almost be Houston because they they lost in seven. So in the regular season, he averaged 17 points, six assists, and five five rebounds. For the playoffs, that seven-game series that he was in involved with against Houston, his old team, he averaged 21 points, five assists, and seven rebounds, okay? And one thing that's important to note is even at the age of, I think, I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Chris Paul is like 35, if I'm not mistaken. Let me, let me double check. Chris Paul, let's see. Chris Paul is born in 85, so that would mean he's, that would make him nine years older than me. And I'm 25, so he's, yes. So Chris Paul's birthday is, yeah, Chris Paul's 34, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. 
Chris Paul's 34. Like how I just did that math real quick. No, Chris Paul's 35. His birthday was in May. All right. I'm cu- yeah, true, because I'm about to be 26. All right, but anyways, he's coming off a season where, like I said, he averaged 17.6 points, 6.7 assists, and five rebounds. But, and he led the Thunder to the playoffs. You know, Thunder had a good team. Not Yeah, Thunder had a good team. But like I said, he upped his, he upped his scoring in the playoffs and upped all his uh, stats in the playoffs. And after this campaign, he was selected to the second All-NBA team. All-NBA all second team, all right? So... We know what Chris Paul can do, you know, at, at this age. You know, he's still considered uh, an above-average player, which makes sense why the Phoenix Suns want to trade for him. Yes, he's, like, it was it was reported by Mark Stein, if I'm not, yeah, Mark Stein and Adrian Wojnarowski that Phoenix are interested in getting, acquiring um, Chris Paul. And... One thing I will also say is this leak, this leak could also be by Sam Presti, who's the Oklahoma City GM. Um, and he's pretty good at this. He does this consistently from year to year. Uh, but he's probably looking to put pressure on other teams such as the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Knicks who are interested in trading for Chris Paul. But we'll, we're, we're going to see further down the line where, how true this really is. And why, why, does this, why does this make sense for the Suns to do, if, if those of you are wondering? Well... To be honest, the Suns haven't made the playoffs in 10 years. All right. In 2010, they were 40 and 42. 2011, they were 33 and 33. 2012, they were 25 and 57. And they finished at the bottom, like near the bottom of the West. 2013, they improved. They were 48 and 30, 34. 2014, they were 39 and 43. 2015, they were 23 and 59. Finished near the bottom of the West. 2016, they were 24 and 58. Finished near the bottom of the West. 2017, they were. 21 and 61 finished bottom of the West. 2018, they were 19 and 63 finished bottom of the West. And then just last year, they were 34 and 39. So that's five seasons where they finished near the damn bottom of the West out of 10 years. So five years, they were absolute ass cheeks. And the other five, they didn't make the playoffs. So they haven't, yeah, they, the Suns haven't been. But, but there's, there's, there's brighter days ahead for the Suns because, you know, they have Devin Booker. They have DeAndre Aiden. They have Kelly Oubre. They have good pieces, good young pieces. And only thing they possibly need right now is a veteran point guard and a veteran leader who can mentor these dudes, rally the team. And honestly, what Chris Paul did with Oklahoma City last year, he can do with Phoenix if he gets traded to them this year, I honestly think. So, and even even Chris Paul, he he's involved in... Like he's gonna if if he does leave, okay, okay. See this this season, uh, this off season, he's gonna he's gonna damn near pretty much choose where he wants to go because he's gonna be involved with the the whole process. Because at this point, there's only a handful of teams that are actually gonna want him, or whatever. And then I mean, he pretty much can choose from who wants him or whatever. But um, why does this make sense for Chris Paul? I mean, like I said, he kind of he he has no he he's not opposed to going to to, to Phoenix. It's close to home, which is L.A., where his family lives. I mean, obviously he's been he was at he was in uh, L.A. the Lakers from for a long time. He was in the Lakers for almost seven seasons. To be honest, I think he got there twenty eleven. He got there twenty eleven and left twenty eighteen. So you know he's there for a long time. So obviously he purchased a home out here, um, and he played under uh, under he played under the head coach Monty Williams for two seasons while he was in New Orleans. So. It makes sense. And, you know, like I said, 
for for Phoenix, their main their main thing and why this makes sense for them and why they're I think attempting to even do this, you know, it sends the right message to Devin Booker because about making about making the playoffs because like you know I've seen over and over and over and over again Devin Booker in offseason workouts talking you know eating and people are just praising him he's like nah I've I'm not, I haven't done this in, I haven't done it in the playoffs here I haven't done it in the playoffs I've never been to the playoffs so I think and he's started to voice that much more often and more frequently to the point where okay if if the Suns aren't able to make the playoffs or show some sort of like you know. Inkling that they're going to be a good team anywhere down the line, like yeah, he's out of there. Like, but again, like I said, the team finished. The team finished better. Did better last season. I mean, they were the only team to go undefeated in the entire bubble and, and just barely squeaked it out. I honestly wish they would have made it because I really wanted Devin Booker to get it. But I mean, hey, it didn't work out. But like I said, the Suns have a, a pretty good team, I guess. Young, young core, and um. Chris Paul, everybody, I don't know if everybody knows, but he has two years left on his deal. Uh, and he's gonna be making 85 mil, so just roughly 40, around 42, 42 and a half mil per year. That's hella hefty. Which is motivation for, you know, the the Thunder who are still you know, rebuilding to consider trading him. Um, the Thunder, however, have told teams that they remain interested in cr- keeping Chris Paul next season. Um, there's nothing actually in place or whatever like that that's imminent or it's going to happen. But I would assume that if this actually does go down, the Suns will probably trade Ricky Rubio, Kelly Oubre, probably a pick to Oklahoma City. But, um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see how this is going to pan out and how this turns out. I'm really excited to see this because, I mean, this is going to be the start of many. Like, we got so many more trades coming up. Like, who knows if Giannis gets traded, uh, who else? Just – you never know who Bradley Beal. I don't know. What whatever happens, who whoever gets traded. Can't wait to report it. Can't wait to uh yeah. Feed the streets that hot. All right. So to my next topic. All right. So yesterday there was a really, really important call with the owners. Okay. And the main thing that that, that was coming that came to an agreement is that the owners will expand the playoffs if Expand the playoffs from eight. I think I think it's eight teams to no. I think it's fourteen teams. They would expand it from fourteen teams to sixteen. Yeah, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. Let's see. Fourteen teams. Yeah. So they met on they met Tuesday afternoon, and then honestly, I, I I'm really proud of the NFL for even taking these steps because it just shows that they're being forward thinking, like the NBA and everything. You know what I mean? Because you know the NFL has gotten a lot. It's taken the, the heat of the whole COVID situation because, you know, I, I feel like they were inadequately co- prepared for their season. But, hey, and then, you know, during the offseason, all these co- players are complaining, blah, 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 This isn't right. We want to play, but it's not safe, all this other stuff. But anyways, NFL owners met Tuesday afternoon and began planning for the possibility that their 2020 regular season will be cut shortly, uh, cut short by COVID cancellations. I mean, at I don't know if everybody remembers, but like earlier in the season, they were canceling games, moving games around. And it's much easier to do that when all the teams haven't taken their buys. But it's week nine and, you know, majority of the te- majority of the league has taken their bye week. So it's going to make it so much complicated and so much harder for them to reschedule games and X, Y, Z, because exactly like I said, most teams have already taken their bye week. Um, Roger Goodell reiterated to the owners that. Their plan, they're, they're committed, and their plan is to finish off a full regular season. One 17-week season, um, but that might not happen. 
But and and the reason the main reason why is the league's most recent COVID testing report just showed a very sharp rise in confirmed cases. And Goodell, like even Roger Goodell said it, that it's very important that we try to finish the season, but to also develop a plan in case that doesn't happen, which a lot of a lot of pundits and a lot of people such as Max Kellerman and Stephen A. Smith have even reiterated that more than likely they're not going to be able to finish the season because they're not in a bubble setting. And yeah, like the only way, only way you can confirm a full on season is if you do a bubble, but teams aren't willing to do that. They're not going to do that. And all this other stuff. And you know, all this is, is in lieu of the fact that it says right here, 56 employees, which includes 15 players and 41 staff members, which confirmed positive tests from November 1st, through seventh through, through the seventh, which is twice twice as much as any other period, and as the period of the September twenty seventh to October third, which is the one where majority of the Tennessee Titans players contracted COVID, and it was and that, that the, the the Tennessee Titans alone caused the league to have to change the schedule up and down, up and down. So. We'll see how this plays out. Not we'll see how this plays out, but uh, the the main thing that the main thing that came to the uh, the main thing that they came to an agreement with, and you know most people are are everybody's going to move forward with is if the season gets canceled, they're gonna or not if the season gets canceled, if games get canceled, they're gonna move the move the playoffs to eight teams. I don't know exactly how the structure is or who's gonna get what if if some if a team's gonna get a buy or if a team doesn't get a buy or. All that other stuff, but it's going to move from what it is now to eight to sixteen. So that's eight teams from the AFC, eight teams from the NFC. So it makes it really interesting. So and and if that happens, then no, I still don't see the Patriots making the playoffs. But yeah. So again, salute to the NFL, salute to Roger Goodell, salute to all the owners for being responsible, for being uh, using their heads, being critical thinkers. Like okay, let's let's try and get in front of this before something happens where. Okay, we're not actually sure whether we can finish the season or all this other stuff. Okay, so with that being said, uh, that's gonna conclude conclude episode. If I'm not mistaken, this is episode 39 of Pull Up the Tape. Man, I can't wait to 50. Man, I'm popping up. Man, that's gonna conclude episode 39 of Pull Up the Tape. With that being said, thank you very much. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for all that stuff. All right. So, like I said before in the beginning of the episode, if you're new to this channel. Like this video, leave a comment on this video, subscribe to my channel. It helps tremendously. If you're listening to this podcast via any of the platforms that I stream on, that my podcast is shared on, share this podcast with anybody you know that loves sports. With that being said, viral, movie, shake the room, pow, shoot for the stars, and for the moon.